Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, everything a Steelers fan can want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with Chris Mack and Josh Taylor. Two proposals were thrown out there. One by Michael Lombardi. God bless him. I wonder why he's not still in a front office somewhere. It makes you wonder, um, right? <laughs> who, who suggested the Steelers trade for Kirk Cousins? We also had USA Today's, I want to make sure I get the name right, USA Today's Corey, and I don't have it in front of me now. Where'd it go? Jeez, uh, it was a suggestion of a Najee Harris trade uh, before the trade deadline. Corey Woodruff. Sorry. Wanted to make sure I got the name out there. So Corey Woodruff of USA Today suggests trading Najee um, and inserting Jalen Warren as the full-time uh, starting running back. And Michael Lombardi suggests trading for Kirk Cousins. Now, I've heard that Kirk Cousins has zero interest. A guy, Captain Kirk, has zero interest in being traded before the deadline. He's essentially said, ah, nah, no thanks. Um, even, if it, even if it means going nowhere with the Vikings this year. Um, I just, first of all, I deal in reality. And there's no real universe where the Steelers trade Najee Harris. It's just not no, happening. There's in no fact, you timeline either sacred or branched <laughs> that they trade Najee Harris. It's not happening, whether you want it to or happen. not. And and look, I was a proponent coming into this season of let's see what let's see how it goes this year. But if you're one of those people who likes to sit back and say. Well, you can't accurately assess Kenny Pickett. Look at the offense. Well, how can you accurately assess Najee Harris since he's come into the league? I You what, can't be selective about who you want to have certain right. evaluations about. <laughs> exactly. And, and I, I would make the case. I'd make the case that the same thing that's affecting Kenny Pickett is the same thing that's affecting Najee Harris. Offensive if, line. If you how could you how could you assess the entire offense without a decent offensive line? Which we just sat here and talked about the 35th ranked center in the league starting at <laughs> starting for them and the worst left ta- the worst tackle in the league being their starting left tackle before yeah. they got hurt. And we're talking about trading the the quarterback and the running back because yeah, those will fix the other two things we <laughs> talked about before. People <laughs> by all means keep pulling that cart and expecting the horse to show up. What are we doing? This is why this is why it's so frustrating to me. And this is where I will look. I I I argued within my own brain around the 2021 draft, Josh, of 
don't get enamored with a running back. Don't get enamored with a running back. Don't get enamored with a running back. You need to rebuild this offensive line because we had seen it coming for, for two years previous that this offensive line, the offensive line of Villanueva, Foster, uh, Pouncey, DeCastro, and Gilbert slash, um, who am I forgetting? The, the other right tackle was after Marcus Gilbert was allowed to walk. Why can't I remember the right tackle? Oh, oh it's driving me nuts. Oh, Point Matt Filer. Thank you. Um, that that offensive line needed to be rebuilt, right? We saw it for years. It was it was in the offing for a while, and they didn't address it. They didn't. And so they looked up one day and realized they had junk on the offensive line, and yet they went out and they drafted Najee with a first-round pick. Now, I'll also admit that I watched the national championship game that year and said, oh, but Najee, hmm. Like a like a man staring down a steak, just going. Mm, Homer Simpson looking at a donut. Yes, and I I became enamored with the idea. It's why I was a fan of them choosing Najee when they did. But then I go back and I look at you know we're all guilty of this the redraft right. You go back and you look at it and you say, man, what if they just move up two spots and take Christian Darrisaw? Like what if? And or- all of or what, what if Creed Humphrey is the guy? Yes. It, you know, there were so many great offensive linemen available right around that position in the draft, right? Creed and Humphrey alone. Creed Humphrey alone is its own, it's its own nexus event. Either, yes, either one of those guys is and affects the two positions you just mentioned, Mason Cole and Dan Moore Jr., right? And and, and maybe it's different. Maybe it's and we never see Kendrick Green. You never see Kendrick Green, and sure, we never have Najee Harris, but who knows who it would have been, you know? Any and, and So, again, I, I have fought this internal battle within my own head over that since it happened, but Najee's here now, and yeah. it, I, I don't think you can fairly assess what Najee Harris is given the offensive lines that he has worked behind his first three years in the career. Furthermore, I, I, I think you can to an extent, see things in Kenny Pickett that make you go, hmm, is he going to be, how much better is he going to be when he does win and if he does get a better offensive line? Yeah, because we can talk about how good Najee was at Alabama, but you forget the fact he had five stars blocking in front of him. Yes. At Alabama. He had a Nick Saban recruited offensive line blocking for him at Alabama. These weren't dudes that you were going to just pick up off the street. These weren't fifth-round draft picks out of Texas A&M. These these were guys that were going to get jobs at the next level because they were really good at moving bodies out of the way. And they were doing it at the highest level in the college game, which is why they got to a national championship game. And that's why Najee Harris, I'm sure even he would tell you, look, this is why my job was so easy because I got these guys in front of me. Because running backs love to show love to their offensive line mm-hmm. at every level, high school, college, and pro. They will tell you, I can't do nothing without my offensive line. And Najee will tell you the same thing. But yeah, I don't need a 35 year old Kirk Cousins. And I don't need somebody's second round draft pick right now for Najee Harris. Neither of those things is going no. to happen. And I don't think cures anything for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Block, block for the year. version of Kirk Cousins that you have now. And block for yeah. the running back, running back that you have now, which means the guy who was doing it well on the left side, keep him there. Should should probably be playing on Sunday. Start there and yeah. work your way up. 
Uh, we will start building the game plan, and later in the week, we'll have that episode of Fourth Down in the Steel City for you. We'll get you our hot sheet, all our picks. We're real tight in the standings now because I blew a big lead. It's very exciting. And then we'll Josh argued against never. himself because at one point he thought about taking Brandon Staley, but I don't think he did. And you guys saw what happened on Monday night. Stick with um, your principles, folks. Stick with your principles. <laughs> but we will be back later in the week with the newest episode of Fourth Down in the Steel City. We appreciate you checking this one out. You know you can follow and subscribe inside your free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts and alerts will be sent to you if you tap that little notification bell on YouTube as soon as new full episodes of Fourth Down in the Steel City get posted to the 93.7 The Fan YouTube channel. Uh, after one day of Josh with a hat and me with a fresh haircut, we will swap it back around later in the week and build you the game plan later. We appreciate you checking out this edition, though. Thanks to Greg Finley for producing. Thanks to Josh Taylor for joining myself, Chris Mack. This has been Fourth Down in the Steel City. <laughs>